Support for this episode comes from Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why Viator has over 300,000 bookable experiences, so there's always something for everyone. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino here with you once again, previewing everything as the Buffalo Bills head into week nine of the 2019 NFL season back at New Era Field taking on the Washington Redskins, who sit at 1-7, and seven, and the Buffalo Bills looking to improve to 6-2 and two, and bounce back after the 31-13 loss to the Philadelphia Eagles last weekend. As we take a look at this game, I think there's really four things that I want to take a look at. Before I jump into that, though, kind of some news that's been prevalent for Bills fans. They did not put in a waiver claim for Josh Gordon. Uh, The Seattle Seahawks were the only team in the NFL to put in a claim for Gordon. And I know there are some fans that were upset by the lack of a move for the Bills. I'm kind of curious with this and, and for a couple things. One, right, if you take a look at it and think to yourself, okay, If no other team put in a claim for him, is there something else out there that we did not know about as it related to Gordon? Um, Obviously, we know he's had some off-field troubles. You you look at it as a talented player. You hope he could figure some things out, get things back on track. But with that being said, the Seahawks, the only ones to get him. The other piece is when you look at you know, the New England Patriots parting ways with someone that still has potential, still has some ability albeit six years past his breakout 2013 season. You wonder for some teams, right, if there's that piece, well, you know, is there something that the Patriots know that we do not? Um, Obviously, uh, you know, you look at things, and when they acquired Josh Gordon, saw him as another weapon, but of course now with the acquisition of Mohamed Sanu before the trade deadline. So I get it that Bills fans were upset by this one. Myself, sure, would I have liked to have seen an additional weapon for the Bills Absolutely. But uh, with that said, as we kind of get into some of the pieces of what I'm looking for in this matchup, I think we'll address a few of those here and kind of give you some insight on why, you know, someone like Gordon and with that talent could have been a fit. But there's still been some underutilized talents on the Bills roster that we have not seen much from so far this season. So as we go into it, I've got four things I'm really keeping an eye on against the Washington Redskins on Sunday. And the first one, it comes into the, uh, call it the the older running backs for each team. For the Washington Redskins, truly featuring Adrian Peterson, uh, especially with Bill Callahan as their new head coach, taking over for the fired Jay Gruden. And for the Buffalo Bills, at least for the time being, their lead back, still Frank Gore at this time. And Frank Gore, right, 422 yards rushing on 95 carries. Uh, you know, is him. We've talked about him on the podcast a lot. Uh, you know, could be in position to be a thousand yard rusher again. You know, with that said, will the Bills look to establish the run early on? They haven't done too much of that with their running backs. And of course, for the Washington Redskins with Callahan coming on board, Adrian Peterson has been that bell cow back for them. 
97 attempts, 383 yards rushing really for him, right? Not too much of a threat in the passing game with only seven catches so far this season. But Peterson, right, you think about his career. What a fantastic running back he has been in his time, albeit, you know, he bounced around a, a little bit after his, uh, his career was over with the Minnesota Vikings, some of the off-field troubles. But as you look at these things, right, truly since Callahan taking over, in these last three games, you can look at things against Miami, 23 rushing attempts for 118 yards, 20 carries against San Francisco for 81 yards, and 14 rushes for 76 yards against Minnesota. And really, as you look at these pieces, right, San Francisco and Minnesota, two very good defenses. Uh, that game against San Francisco, a bit of a washout there. And for someone like Peterson, right, he is still going um, at this point, especially with Bill Callahan, who said they are going to be a run-heavy team. Uh, Adrian Peterson is their biggest weapon, I guess you could say. So, you know, as you look at these things, right, and you think to yourself, it, it's not the most exciting game on the NFL slate this weekend, but you do have Adrian Peterson at 34 years old. Then you go for the Buffalo Bills and their feature back in Frank Gore at 36 years old. And it's kind of crazy to yourself, right? Two guys defying father time, both well over the age of 30. But for the time being, the two feature backs for the Buffalo Bills or for the Bills and the Washington Redskins. Now, the second thing I want to take a look at for this game, and many Bills fans have been kind of shouting to the rooftops here, is more Devin Singletary for the Bills. And we say that we know he has been a playmaker when he has been on the field and when he has gotten touches. The snap counts have been there, not necessarily the touches for Singletary at this time. And albeit where it has been limited, you know, when the Bills are able to get the ball in his hands, when he is able to get the ball in a little bit of space, we have seen Devin Singletary be uh, a dangerous weapon for the team. And granted, he missed three games with injury, right? But especially last week, you think of the 28-yard touchdown reception he had, a little bit of a dump-off pass from Josh Allen, and then Singletary really doing the rest of the work to get into the end zone against the Philadelphia Eagles. And it is that type of play, right, as we look at things and think to ourselves, okay, you know, the more touches that he can get, the better off the Bills can be. He was the spark plug in week one against the New York Jets as the Bills made the comeback from the 16-point deficit. Again, we talk about the reception that he had last week against the Eagles and how much of a help that was. But right, you look at it, 20 rushing attempts, 8.6 yards per carry. At this time, right, he's got nine receptions for 58 yards, which again, not, not huge as you look at these pieces, but he is that weapon. He is a contrast to the type of running back that Frank Gore is. And I think for many fans, they would have liked to have seen him get involved earlier against the Eagles. And then of course that game slipped away last weekend as the Bills dropped the 31 to 13 decision. I get the minimal use against the Dolphins in week seven. He's coming back from the injury. You're looking at a team that you're a heavy favorite against, maybe not looking to rush him back too much. But now is the Bills, right? They get to this, let's call it the second half of the season. This is going to be their eighth game. I think if they can truly establish Singletary as a runner, as well as getting some of those short passes from Josh Allen out of the backfield, I think he can continue to be an electric weapon for this team. We've seen enough flashes of it. Now it's kind of, you know, 
time to get that Ferrari out of the garage. And that's when we go back and, you know, talking to the Bills passing on Josh Gordon, not making that addition. We know they did not make any moves at the trade deadline to add a weapon. Um, I think you have a weapon in Devin Singletary that you're just not utilizing as you know, maybe you could, and that's not just uh, you know, not just coming from fans. It's coming from the media. It's coming from analysts. I'll be really curious to see what his usage is like. I still expect Frank Gore to get somewhere between twelve and fifteen carries, twelve and fifteen touches on the day. But let's see Singletary, um, you know, kind of start to establish himself as well. I think for myself and many Bills fans, that's something that we would like to see. Um, the other piece, of course, that stands out, right, moving on to our third item, something else to look for in this game is for the Bills' defense to reestablish themselves once again. And we all know, right, we can look at the game from last week, how the Bills were absolutely gashed uh, on run defense, right? You take a look at those pieces and for them, the 31 to 13 defeat, uh, you take it a step further, right? You're thinking to yourself, the 65 year or 65 yard run from Sanders to start the second half, and, and you really take a look back at it and think to yourself, good gosh, you know what happened to the Bills, uh, the Bills defense that had been so effective throughout the early part of the season, and for them, right now, here come the Washington Redskins sitting at one and seven. Their only victory uh, coming against the Miami Dolphins. And now you have a rookie quarterback in Dwayne Haskins getting his first start of the season. And I think when we take a look at that, right, that is truly one of those pieces for the Bills, which is uh, might be just what the doctor ordered, right? Case Keenum, much more experienced, a bit of a, uh, a quick release on his passes. Dwayne Haskins, at least what we've seen so far, likes to hold on to the ball a bit longer than he should. So with that being said, right, it could be that opportunity for Jerry Hughes, Ed Oliver, Shaq Lawson, that front seven to really kind of uh, pressure the quarterback, establish themselves and have a bit of a bounce back game. I think for many of us, right, we have been so high on the Buffalo Bills defense, everything that they've done. It was easy to be excited early on, albeit not playing some of the best teams in the NFL. But even you think back to that 16 to 10 loss to the Patriots, where they truly, uh, you know, were in that game, had an opportunity to win that game, had shut down Tom Brady and the Patriots offense in many ways. And you take a look at it and you're thinking, okay, this is a good group. And then of course the Eagles come in and the run game just really kind of put things to bed and uh, really kind of crushing the spirit of Buffalo Bills fans, I guess, not to sound too dramatic from that game against the Eagles. So for the Bills, again, Dwayne Haskins, a rookie quarterback, just what the doctor ordered at this time. I look for plenty of pressure on him. But with that said, and we talked about Adrian Peterson early on, they will look to establish the run. They're going to run, run, and run again. So for that front seven, need to shut down that rushing attack early on to establish themselves so the Bills can get back on track and try to improve their record to 6-2. and two. Now, the last thing for me that truly does, um, I guess you could say, stand out, right? That's something that I'll be looking for. And it's never a surprise because he's always top of mind for Buffalo Bills fans, right? Is going to be Josh Allen and his play. And I think with so much stuff of what took place, you know, in uh, in last week's game, you know, you, you look at things and you talk about the Josh Allen fumble at the end of the first half, the uh, some of the inaccuracy. Again, the weather was not great. All of these pieces that comes into it. But it was Josh Allen's worst game 
of the regular season. And you say that we've seen improvement, right? We saw improvement during the 2018 season after he came back from the injury. We saw the increased accuracy, right, in so many of his games, albeit put a check mark next to that game against the Patriots, which was was not a good one either. But for the most part, right, we've seen the completion percentage on the rise. We've seen the accuracy. We've seen him able to hit things in the short to intermediate range. And now for Josh Allen, right, that game against the Eagles, 16 for 34, under 50% passing, 169 yards, just just not looking good, right? And we want to take a step forward. You talk about your young quarterback, the improvement that he can continue to show, and is this something that uh, can happen against a decent Washington Redskins defense, right? And I think when you talk about that, it's one of the pieces that is lost just a little bit with this right because the team has not been good but I think in many ways the team has not been good albeit not so much because of the defense but more so um, in situations because their offense has just struggled mightily so you know you go through with a lot of these pieces I look for it where it can be a bit of a bounce back game for the Bills on offense but that all centers around Josh Allen can he be efficient they've talked about the deep ball I know that's something that's been you know discussed ad nauseum but for him, can he establish, uh, again, some of his newer weapons? We talked about Devin Singletary early on. Can he continue to develop a rapport with Tyler Croft? I think that big-bodied tight end is something that can be a bit of a safety valve for him. And, of course, continue to hook up with John Brown, who has uh, been off to a great start for the Buffalo Bills. So for me, those are really the four things that I'm taking a look at with this game. The old running backs and Frank Gore and uh, Adrian Peterson, uh Devin Singletary, got to see him involved more in the offense for the Buffalo Bills. Of course, getting the defense back on track, of course, against a rookie quarterback in uh, Dwayne Haskins. And finally, Josh Allen, let's see a step back in the right direction after a pretty poor performance against the Philadelphia Eagles last weekend. So as always, appreciate you uh, listening to us here at Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. You can uh, follow us at Buff Rumblings on Twitter. You can follow me at Ant Marino. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you can get all of the great podcasts that come to you right here from buffalorumblings.com. So hey, looking for your feedback after the Bills take on the Washington Redskins. Don't forget uh, the crew at Covering the Circling the Wagons podcast will be uh, bringing you the postgame show for us. And as always, hit that subscribe button so you get Circling the Wagons, Believe, Blitz Bills, Buffalo Rumblings Q&A, The Nick and Nolan Show, Mafia Mavens, and of course, every episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, go Bills. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com.